Yeah. Hey guys, welcome to Murder Blows. This week, Sasha's going to take us to Mexico. She's going to take us to Juarez, where there is a huge drug cartel and a bunch of stuff goes down. And I found it completely fascinating, and I hope you all love it. You are joined with Cody, Maisie, Sasha, and Violet. It just says original New York seltzer, so <laughs> it's also two ninety nine. So that's what we get. Two ninety nine. No, I'm having like the worst eczema flare up ever. Like it's on my face, it's on my legs, it's on my arms, oh. and like alcohol is a no go, obviously. And I'm trying to like track what I eat to figure out what other triggers I have, and I'm like, oh, God. You can smell <sighs> pot, and it makes it go away. I actually read that uh, CBD cream is really popular for it. It is. It works on everything. I love it. I can't live without it. You sound like the grandpa from uh, my big fat Greek wedding. Put a little Windex (laughs) on it. Exactly. The root word of Windex. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, um, I have a follow-up. So this past week, are we recording? We're going, right? Yeah. Yeah. Last, last episode, I talked about that YouTube channel, Relax My Dog. Yeah. And literally, we recorded that on last, and whatever, Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Literally the next day, Mari had a full-on panic attack. Oh. I didn't know that was even possible for dogs, but she was like, she was breathing really hard. She didn't want any water. She was standing in the doorway for outside, like facing inside, like... Mm-hmm. Like not comfortable, and there was this whole deal, so I put on a YouTube channel for her, and it like kind of distracted her, but there was a bigger issue that we had to take her to the vet for, so mm. it, it kind of works as long as your dog is not having a full on panic attack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she sounds like me, yeah, mm-hmm. but I will say that this morning I was watching Sasha's YouTube channel, and she was actually, like, listening to your voice. Oh, <laughs> So I think... What a so, sweet baby. I know. So I don't have my headphones in so she can hear you talk today. Oh, Because <laughs> you, like, calmed her down. Yes, dog whisper. <laughs> um, we listened to Rolex, your dog, the night we finished recording. We were packing... Um, to leave, and Sif went the fuck to sleep, like eyes on the back of his head asleep. <laughs> <laughs> so if your dog is not having a panic attack, it will put them to sleep. And then the cats were like chasing the sheep around the screen. It was very oh, cute. <laughs> um, <laughs> they say. have um, they have like a live feed that I really don't know what it's live of or how long it really goes, but <laughs> yeah, that sounds weird. Yeah. I need to relax my cat right now. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know how cats hear things. Mine don't get crazy until like midnight. 
Yes. <laughs> and then they're like, my my tabby cat has a mouse that she yells at at midnight every night. <laughs> like a real mouse? No, it's just, fake. I was gonna say, is it a toy? She thinks it's real. <laughs> what if she thinks it's real and just thinks it like dies every night? She's like, are you okay? Yeah. Why she brings you moving? it. She brings it from the bathroom or hallway into the bedroom. Like, here, I caught this for you. <laughs> Aww. Good try. That's cute. It feels so good to be casting again. I know. I feel like I've been gone forever. It's been a while. Yeah. <laughs> um, I guess at the end of the episode, we can talk about when I'm going to be preoccupied on the 20th. Cool. I'm gonna go see Hobo Johnson. No. Yeah. I'm so excited for you. I hope it's good. Very <laughs> dumb. I I like his music a lot. I do too. I like I, Asheville. So. I feel like hopefully it's not just a lot of younger people screaming things. <laughs> you know. I just. Yeah. I hope for the best. Good luck. I'm just okay. gonna take a drink every time I see a man bun and Ooh. <laughs> I think so I'm really down. into man buns. I'm <laughs> sorry. Shortage. <laughs> now Jeremiah texts me back. <clears throat> I already figured it out. <laughs> I found him. That's okay. He apologized. I can't be mad. But I was mad. <laughs> I'm working on acknowledging my feelings. Mm. So dumb. Same, girl. You know what my therapist told me to do? What's that? And I I know I'm from the South because it, I chuckled out loud when she suggested <laughs> Yes. <laughs> so, I have, um, uh, I don't know, like, stuff happened in my childhood that I haven't. Childhood really... trauma? Yes. Okay, great. Let's. That's a good way to put it. Summary word. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so, as a child, I don't think that I got enough attention. And so, I didn't, I just, like, stayed quiet and stayed out of the way. And, right. yeah, so my therapist was like, you have to talk to a, like, five-year-old Maisie. So, she Aww. was like... I know it's sweet, but I was like, I just like giggled under my breath. I was like, what? <laughs> and she was like, you have to sit with yourself. And she said it more professionally and like more smooth or whatever. But she was like, just sit with yourself and put yourself in like, you know, like cross your arms and like a hug to yourself and just see what five-year-old Maisie wants adult Maisie to say. And I'm like, What? <laughs> and of course, like, it just triggered this whole thing, and it, like, it kind of made sense, but I was very judgmental in the beginning. Very, <laughs> very judgmental. And I'm still, like, some stuff she'll suggest that I do, I'm like, oh, okay, I just, no. <laughs> no. No. But, but therapy is a process, and it takes years and years and years, and I'm, like, maybe five months in, but just whatever. <laughs> Grown up's fun. Yeah, it's not fun. I cried my whole appointment, and she's like, "What's wrong?" And I'm like, "No, oh, everything." Know. I'm just crying. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, I told her that I lied to her and that, like, I skipped oh. over a question or whatever. And so I just had, like, immense feelings of guilt that, like, mm. I wasn't being honest with her or myself. And so yeah. I think that just, like, was underneath the whole layer the whole time. So she was like, how was your vacation? And I was like, it was okay. <laughs> Crying. I'm mad at you because I lied. <laughs> well, yeah, I'm mad at you. I'm mad at myself. This makes yeah. me want to have a slumber party even more. Yes. Let's do it. I invited Jeremiah, and he was like, you guys just do your lady thing. So, it's just me. He was just like, ew. <laughs> I think he was just literally like, what the hell will I do for those days? (laughs) I could just see Jeremiah, like, sitting there nodding, going, okay. (laughs) Oh my gosh, he's been such a champ, though. How did did he enjoy uh, Colossal Con? Uh, He drove the whole way there and the whole way back, and we... This is new for me. Normally, I'm very, like, attached to people. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was like, I'm going to wander by myself. And he was like, I'm going to play games. And I was like, okay. He's like, are you playing games? And I was like, no. And he's like, <laughs> I'm going to wander. Yep. <laughs> and I think it was so weird for him that he was like, just let me know when you want to meet back up. And I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. I did it. All by myself. It involved alcohol, but I talked to people, and yep, good job, self. It's weird. Did you, did you get Con- any of the, the creepy guys that don't leave you alone? No, that's what I get. I'm too fat now. Oh no, that's not true. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I'm kidding. Quit. No. no one laughed at that joke, Sasha, <laughs> except <did>. for yourself. <laughs> I did. They're all like, "No, quit." I'll just cut that out. Um, anyway. <laughs> no, no one no one was super creepy. Um, there was, That's like, good. one instance where, like, this guy was like, are you picking up your badge also? And I'm like, yes. And, like, Jer had, like, floated just far enough away to not be, um, like, associated with me. And he, like, feels, like, into how much he loves Zelda. Type throwback to our last episode. Um, and it... It was, like, intense for a second. Yeah. And I was like, I have to go now. That's what I get at the booth. Like, I love this video game, and I'm going to tell you everything about it for three hours. Okay. Yes. (sighs) You can go now. (laughs) But then in a situation like that, like, when you've been in a relationship, and then you're not around your significant other, and someone starts flirting with you, and you're like, is this flirting? Is this what people do? Oh, I literally yeah. do not pick up on it. That's hilarious. Oh, me either. Oh, I just think everyone is, like, flirting, I guess. Not true! Okay. <laughs> it might be. It might be you are a hot piece of meat, Mama. Mmm, that's a weird sentence. <laughs> that made my legs feel funny. I regret nothing. <laughs> that's been me and my roommates when I first moved in watched Sisters, and I don't know why that quote is the one we decided to cling to, but now any time something makes us even slightly uncomfortable or weird, we go, that made my legs feel funny. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Here I thought you were swooning. <laughs> I think that's what she's doing in the movie. I can't rightfully remember. We were so amused by it. Um, 
Love those coils. I have a story, but it doesn't end happy. It just okay. makes me angry, so I don't Let's know if I even want to share it. out of it. the way now. <laughs> yeah, it just made me really angry. Okay, share so, it. We'll make you feel better. Yeah, True. I'm still pissed about it. I'm, like, still... I'm literally being eaten alive on the inside by it, and it's the dumbest thing. It's not the dumbest thing. It's... <sighs> okay. We, we have this fence. regular. We have this regular. Um... I'm, I don't know how to say this politely, so I'm not going to. He's a giant fucking douchebag. Mm-hmm. Like, Gray Day like, once told me that Hispanic women were put on this earth so they could dance sexy for him, and that is it. Ugh. Like, I'm talking, like, the scuzziest level of, like, crazy old white male privileged. Once was, like told me, he was like, I'm just a straight white male. Where are my rights? You must have so many being a woman. And I literally was like, I have to go to the back room to scream right now and walked away and did just that. And he was like, what's her problem? So I I have beef, needless to say. Um, So uh, after this uh, trading or whatever, I have been trying to be more accepting of everyone. It's not working out for me. <laughs> I just can't get past racist, sexist, misogynist yet. I'm just not there yet. I'm just not that accepting. Um, <laughs> I think that's okay. I don't that's think I struggle. Yeah. On the totem pole, I, I'm pass, passing all the others with flying colors, but this is where I'm struggling. Um, so he walks up to every female barista on the floor before asking them about this. I listened to the conversation twice, and I was like, if he brings it up a third time, he's going to get me, and he's going to regret ever walking into this place. I'm so uncomfortable already. Ever. So he walks up to them, and, well, the first girl, he kept asking about her lipstick, and I was like, (sighs) I'm not saying that men can be interested in lipstick. You absolutely can. But he just kept going, is that a new lipstick? It looks nice. Do you like it? Do you like that lipstick on yourself? And I was just like, the way you're wording this, I don't know. Maybe Mm -hmm. because he looks like a koala bear fused with a human. (laughs) But not like a cute koala bear, like a crazy koala bear. Like the full metal alchemist. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Crazy racist koala. If instead of koalas, never mind, I'm not going to get into that. But... So he goes, so did you hear they're taking away the swimsuit and gown competitions in the Miss America pageant? Fuck yeah. And yeah, and uh, my both of my coworkers were like, oh, no, I didn't know that. That's interesting. He's like, I mean, no one's going to watch it. I mean, what would you rather see? To my, like, female employees. Ugh. And he's like, I mean, I don't really care if a girl can play the piano real well. And I was like, he gave the spiel. Like, one of my baristas literally was like, can you please stand next to me? Because I feel uncomfortable. And I was just waiting. I was like, he's gotta. He's gotta come for me. Or maybe he saw me slamming stuff and, like, eyeing him down like I was literally about to leap over the counter and rip his koala jugular from his body with my bare hands. (laughs) But I don't know how to... And I've gone to people about it. And they're just like... (laughs) 
He's just set in his ways. I was like, that's not okay. <laughs> when is that gonna? Anyways. Oh hell no. Yeah. See, this has no happy ending because he never. He he was like, how are you tonight? And I was like, I'm great. How are you? <laughs> I was so ready. I was like, here it comes. He's like, oh, I'm good. And carried on with his work. I was like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> well, I mean, honestly, being in that position that you're in or that I'm in as a barista, like, there's not a whole lot we can do. And I know that's super discouraging, but we literally can just, like, I've got a customer that comes in, and, of course, he is, like, one of the higher-ups at, at the local church, and he comes in with his wife all the time, and he came in one time, and me and my coworker were kind of bored, so we were, like, doing a crossword and laughing and having a good time. And he was there by himself, and he was like, since you're having such a good time, why don't you guys dance for me? And we just looked at each other like, what What do you even say to that? And ever since then, we've just been short with him, like, thanks, yeah. okay, goodbye, have a good day. Not like, hey, how are you? Like, I don't give a shit how your day is going. Exactly. I, I don't. I really, really don't. Just, ugh. I know what you mean. There's, I mean, yeah. You can't do anything without risking your job. But also, my patience is running very, very thin. Especially if he comes in every day, which my guy does. And so, especially when he comes in with his day. wife and, like, his church group, I'm like, ugh. Just please. It's like, oh, you're going to ask your children to dance for you, too? Hmm? Hmm? Ugh. I seriously, and it's bad because, like, when you said that, my first response was like, oh, I'll dance for you on your fucking grave when you pass, old man. Like, <laughs> yeah, you can't say that. No, absolutely not. I I was just, like, slamming shit around after I, like, because I cut in front of the barista and handed him his drink. I was like, here you go. Have a nice one. Maybe that's why he didn't, because I was, like, separating the two of them. I was like, switch yeah. bars with me. Like, he knew I, he had to have known that I was, like, motherfucker. Right. <laughs> like, now I'm putting a, a, a supervisor in between you two, so. Yeah. But I, I just... I feel like on my last day, when I clock out and I see him <laughs> sitting in the cafe and I swing my apron over my shoulder, I'm going to go over there and be like, hey, I have some things I need to say to you and just fucking let loose because he'll never fucking see me again. Do it. Like, I just, I, it's it seriously, it's been, oh, well, I guess that was yesterday. <laughs> so I guess it hasn't been too long. It's been 84 years. What is it? Yeah, yesterday was too. Yes, it was yesterday. <laughs> Damn alive! Wow. I just don't get why people bring that up. Who like? Who cares? The only people that should care are like the contestants in the Miss America pageant. Yeah, and oh. I think what he was getting. I just. I'm struggling. <laughs> he was getting at it's going to be easier for his wife to catch him watching a little bit of porny porn because he can't watch the Miss America pageant. <laughs> Porny porn. Porny Ugh. porn. Yeah, porn is not hard to find. <laughs> That's true. Very true. You don't need it in the Miss America pageant. You done. Well, and it's like, I don't think that, like... I I don't know. I'm always, I'm always like, split right down the middle because I'm like, hey, if women want to show off their body, fucking do it. Like, it's our bodies. Like, doesn't mean that if I want to fucking... Like, today, I wore my bathing suit out in public pretty much all day. And I Hell was yeah. like, yeah, this is just, it's summertime. It's fucking hot. Like, this isn't a sexual thing, so you shouldn't, shouldn't sexualize me. But it's like, I don't know. It's such a double-edged sword, I guess. Because then it you're is. like, but I want people to, like, 
know me for more than just that, you know? Not that I am a sexual amoeba trolling around <laughs> my well, dad. Well, I mean, I'm sure none of them care because they all have perfect bodies and they're drop-dead gorgeous, you know? But I'm sure they don't like being sexualized about them either. Yeah, exactly. You know? You heard it first, straight from the upside down. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I think if it's um, like anything that involves a prize or being the best, like that kind of. Cool. I was just going to say, my cousin was Miss Pennsylvania one year and like she hasn't posted anything about it. And she posts everything because she still goes to the pageants. So wow. I don't think that like they personally care, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I can agree. I mean, nothing can be worse than Steve Harvey saying the wrong name at the... Was it Was it the Miss... Yeah. Miss Universe? Miss Universe pageant? I don't know. I just that... like to watch compil compilations of celebrities, like, saying weird, outlandish shit or dumb shit. Or, like, Ooh. oh, like that time that Ryan Seacrest tried to high-five a blind guy. Oh. Oh, I just watch it so much. And I... <laughs> I always just, like, scream when I see it, but it's in, like, a funny way. Like, I'm just so amused, like... And then he, like... Have you seen that video? I don't think so. I think I oh, remember that, God. but I can't... I think I remember something like that happening. It was on American Idol, and Ryan Seacrest, the guy, like, the blind guy, is yeah. going to, to Hollywood, and he's holding his hand up, and obviously the guy cannot fucking see it. <laughs> so... Ryan Seacrest grabs the man's hand and guides it to his to give a high five. Oh. That was so awkward to watch. Oh, I love it. We all it. make mistakes, but some people's are televised. It's kind of like anytime someone tries to pay with their Apple Watch and I give them a fist bump. Yeah. <laughs> but now you and... do it on purpose, right? No. <laughs> I can never tell. I'm not accustomed to technology yet. Oh. <laughs> Anyways, that's my Good story game. for the week. That's all I got. Am I am I recording the next week? Is that me? Who's recording this week? Isn't it you? What? Isn't it you, Sasha? I <laughs> got you. Oh my god. I was like, I was like, oh, I was like, my week. I was like, it's not me, I just went. I was I'm like, sorry. even if it is me, I'm going to deny it like a motherfucker. <laughs> even if Bitch, I will get like, my spreadsheet. Look at this message, it is you. I'd be like, that never sent to me. <laughs> I live in the mountains. I never got it. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I just... <laughs> but you know, I... I mean, I hope it doesn't, but I feel like that's going to happen one day. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure it is. It's like fucking story. As I was editing uh, editing the pod Sunday night on our way back to Nashville, I was like, oh, thank God I don't have to go next. Fuck, I do. <laughs> but I picked a goodie for you guys. Good, I'm excited. So I am next week, just clarifying. <laughs> yes. I just need to know. Yes, you are. Okay. Um, That's great. Okay, cool. I don't have anything planned. I have to um, drive back to Pennsylvania with my mom in oh. two weeks. Less than a week in uh, two days, so nine days. And so the weekend before blues. 
No, it's two weekends before. Um, but I'm excited because uh, it's going to be just like the siblings and my mom and I. And that's fun, but there's no internet and no cell service. <laughs> and everyone has a third grade education and has never wanted to live or leave their tiny community. That's why I'm so excited about going there. There's no cell phone service. Well, my parents have internet, but the third grade education, Pennsylvania. Yeah. Great. It's it's fun. But Sasha, like, what are we going to do about our snap streak? <laughs> oh, shit, fam. <laughs> I think we're at... 126? Guys, this, this is impressive. <laughs> we have 127 days in a row, Sasha Jeez. and I have snapped each other at least once a day. I will try to go to the one spot in town with Wi-Fi. <laughs> Every day. Every day. <laughs> it's like a two-mile walk, but it's fine. The last time I went to Pennsylvania, I had bright red hair and everybody stared at me. Oh, everybody <laughs> stares regardless. My mom's got blonde hair and like people say things to her out loud that are very disgusting. Oh my god. Yeah. Um... For everyone that's listening, these are very rural parts of Pennsylvania. That's why I left. Yeah. So rural that cows get in front of your school bus. We almost hit a bear. Exactly. Aw, that was just like a, a violent spirit wishing you farewell. Yeah. <laughs> and then a stay. chicken was eating another chicken, on the, like roadkill chicken. It was sad. Oh, so much roadkill up there, too. What the hell? You guys, whenever I drive to South Carolina, I see dead armadillos everywhere. I know. Where are they? I see them on the way to Memphis. Like, where yeah. the fuck do these armadillos come from? I just want to pet one. They look so cute. Well, like not dead. We have seagulls in the Kmart parking lot all the time. I feel like the seagulls just eat needles in the Kmart parking lot and oh, fucking die. They do. <laughs> Sorry, They're seagulls. all up. If I know our Kmart, like I know our Kmart. I can't believe you still have a Kmart. Where where you lived in Pennsylvania, did people have rebel flags in their yard? Yep. They <laughs> have no fucking clue that they were not part of the Confederate. No clue. No clue. Which makes, like, that that means they're just racist. Like. Yeah. They are. They're Because there's no racist. other reason. Oh, man. I'm excited, but I'm not. Yeah, same. I'm gonna miss you guys. <laughs> me too. Maisie, that means we're just gonna have to have like, like me and Cody had that one night where we're like, let's just fucking hang out. Let's just paint and hang out. Paint and hang out, or pang out, if you will. Let's do it. I literally cannot wait for a slumber party. <laughs> we have to figure sure. out how that's gonna happen. Yeah, absolutely. That's not important to the actual podcast. <laughs> no. But... We'll just edit all of that out, and it'll be okay. Okay. We, as then we as in Sasha. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, us as a whole, I mean Sasha. <laughs> I'm trying the really... <laughs> I'm trying really hard to be, like, the right amount of loud, because, like, when Jer was listening to the podcast in the car, you cannot hear me at all. Oh, damn. Yeah, and I have so... the same problem. Like, <sighs> in the car, you're really low. Damn it. So I'm like, just in the car, close though. to my mic. That's good. I think that's because you're soothing. Soothing, Sasha. I Me and Maisie have the high-pitched tones. 
What? If we start, <laughs> if we start a super secret Patreon, the one dollar tier will just be me reading a book. Oh my god! Mari oh, yeah. would sign up for it. I'll pay a dollar. <laughs> Listen, yeah. Hell Anytime yeah. I just miss my best friend. Oh, <laughs> just read you me can a story, Sasha. Literally, call me all the time. Like I will talk to you while I fold clothes and cook. That's true. That's true. I'm also one of those people, though, even with friends, I'm like, am I being too clingy? (laughs) (laughs) That's me all the time. Men have scared me out of being clingy with my best friends. Thank you, men. Fuck you, man. (laughs) Hey, guys, it's Pride Month, though. Happy Pride Month, everybody. Happy Pride Month. Happy Pride Month. If you need an ally, there's four ladies ready. Slide into our DMs. We will ally you to death. Well, I'll lie the fuck out of you. aggressive? <laughs> a little bit? It's, it's positive. Yeah. It's a happy aggressive. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, what's that quote from the office when he's like, I want people to love me so much it scares them? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just know we will fight off racist, chauvinistic, uh, homophobic, homophobic koala men. Oh yeah. Going fucking down. You know that same guy asked me if we if we were gonna get the trans bathrooms, and I looked at him like dead in the face, and I was like, "I've shit in the, on the side of the road and then stepped in it. I don't care where <laughs> I have to go." And then I wrote your name in it. <laughs> I almost called him out again, like I did in the meeting. They were like oh, very, wow. they're like, "Don't say names." And I was like going off on a tangent, and then I dropped his name, and everyone was like, "Oh!" But you know who I'm talking about. It was like when Nicki Minaj called out Miley Cyrus. <gasps> Have you heard Chun Li? Yeah. It's so good. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't really want to get into it. I was like, how is this not problematic? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a good song. Okay. <laughs> Accept it for well. what it is. It makes my legs feel funny. No, the title is Chauvinistic Koala Bear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Transphobic. Yeah. Shout out to the person that I confused. I didn't realize by putting like a really big video game character's name in the title. I'm so sorry. I hope your fanime was good though, because that happened the same week in Colossal did if I'm if I'm right. I could be wrong. How come like all the like not like how do I put this? How come like two years ago? Like, all of our favorite, like, big-time cosplayers went. But, I mean, you got to meet, what is it, I Tipsy did. Cryptic and Tranquil Cosplay? Yep. Oh! They were so nice. They are amazing. I was gushing. It was weird. <laughs> weird. But I am okay with it. Nice. Um, it was very cute. There were uh, Taco and Saized. Saized? Saized, not Saized. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. How Speaking was the of things meetup? we love? Oh, I guess uh, we can talk about that after if you want. Yeah, it was good. Cool. Um, I started a new podcast called Not Another D and D Podcast, and it is fucking hilarious. Oh, I've actually what? listened to that one before. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh the campaign after the campaign, so they're basically trying to clean up the hero's mess. Oh, nice. And uh, it features like a Boy Scout character. <laughs> 
Uh, a woman from the crick and an orphan from the mountain that has no idea that he's he's like hot shit on the mountain but he's never been off the mountain and so he thinks he's hot shit everywhere and no one knows who he is Hmm. his name is also hard one so (laughs) insert jokes here yep so good Um, so good I got a message from a very very sweet sweet boy I don't, he's not a boy. I don't know why. Uh, uh, 248 messaged me the other day. Uh, I think it was yesterday and asked, uh, how the podcast was going. And I thought that was very sweet. So this is your shout out, 248. Give us your promo so we can swap. Yeah, I need to, I messaged him back. So when he messages me back, if he listens to the podcast, that's killer. And he's, this will probably be done and over with. But yeah, I would love to do a, uh, promo swap because they're great and they're so funny i would love for them 248 podcast i don't think they have twitter or instagram i think what they the hell facebook. no i hate facebook me too All right, I, I, I talked to someone i don't normally talk to that i didn't think was a big fan of myself uh, and he was like, how's the podcast going? And I'm like, you know about my podcast? And he was like, yeah, I support you. And I was like, this is nice. Dude, weird. I gave yeah. my coworker podcast recommendations, but I gave her my favorite murder. So if she liked that, then I'll tell her about ours. Yes. Oh, man. I feel like that's a good buffer. So this is a shout out to Morgan because I gave her a lot of hell for it. And oh. she took it like a champ and was very sweet about it. But she got on the headset and she was like, guys, I was just talking to this lady about true crime and podcasts and it was so cool. And she was like going on and on about it. And, and I was like, oh, that's awesome. Did you tell her about my podcast? And it got dead quiet and everyone was like, oh, you didn't tell her about. I was like, more. Oh, no. <laughs> you didn't. <laughs> about murder blows. That's okay. Sweet, sweet pot. But no, she went back and told her about it. Oh, how sweet. Yeah, I have expected the lady to be like, I don't fucking care about podcasts. But she was just like, that stuff scares me. And I was like, well, you know. We're funny. funny. No one laughs. (laughs) I'm like, yeah. Oh, did you guys get some ice clinking? I did. I did. Well, that's a lot. (laughs) I'm sorry. In a plastic cup. Uh, Are you drinking wine with ice? Ice oh my it? god, don't fucking be that person. I don't... I, like... Everyone that sees it. I have a thing with temperatures. If it's not, like, scalding hot, like, burning me constantly. Like, my mouth constantly. I can't eat it. But if it's supposed to be cold, it's gotta be ice cold. I can't do That's this fair. lukewarm, like... Ugh. It just tastes like... Because if it's lukewarm, it tastes like preschool. Oh. And no one wants to remember that. Nope. Well, at least I, will I say... don't. It's kind of bullshit because everyone's like, ooh, ice and wine, that's so gross. But you make it a fucking sangria and all of a sudden it's okay. Yeah, and you, exactly, exactly. I'm sorry, I don't want to have flashbacks about the time I pushed a bookshelf on a child. (laughs) As another child. I was a child too, I didn't murder a child. (sighs) That's my story for next week, how I murdered. (laughs) How I murdered a child. With a bookshelf. As a child. As a child. No judgment. I don't think I almost murdered anyone as a kid. Your okay. Sister almost murdered you though. Me? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. 
she is the one that uh, was playing car and switched the car out of park into neutral and it ran over my leg. Oh my god. Yeah, true fact. That's where I got that gnarly scar on my leg from. You ran over your sibling? No, Mm -hmm. I I put the car in neutral or reverse or something. Yeah. I gotcha. But you didn't run over anyone. Nope. Oh, well. Just got in trouble. (laughs) That's fair. I don't think my little sister got in trouble. (laughs) That bitch. There was some distractions, though. Yeah. I was screaming for Batman on the side of the road. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, please just come save me! Uh... Never forget, my mom was like, you called out for Jesus. And I remember my dad was like, no, you said, oh my god, Batman, help! (laughs) And started screaming and crying. And then I called for my dad. Because I was like, fuck Batman, you're letting me down. I was like, it's daylight, duh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know my brain. I'm irrationalizing my anything. Bad. But, <laughs> anyways, fun stories of Violet about her childhood. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Sleepover's gonna be... We should We should have to make that one, like, a two-hour one. Because it's gonna be oh, fucking crazy. It's gonna be special. Yeah. yeah. Like, we're gonna all in the really same room. for Sasha to edit it. Fair enough. How just about we just it... put the unedited version in the Patreon? Yeah, like like Trisha Paytas. She doesn't edit her videos. No, <laughs> she doesn't stand still either. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Did you try and watch some of her videos? You sent me that mukbang one and I was like, oh, hell yeah, yeah, I love this. I love people eating. But she just moved the camera so fast and it's so high def it made me nauseous. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't okay. <laughs> Because it was Olive Garden, and I was, like, real into it. Because I, for a long time, considered Olive Garden too trashy for mm-hmm. my fancy tastes. Mm-hmm. But all I want is to eat a whole fucking bag of breadsticks by myself. Yes. Goals. Goals. Oh, yeah. All right. We ready to get into it? Oh, man. Are we? All right. Get it, Sasha. I got some conspiracy in this one. Don't mean to overlap, but um, where can I? I've got like seven pages of notes. They're all pretty. I am so proud of my organization, except I started writing on like the back of some extra. I'll tell you, I literally put them. I put my notes on the back of my invite list for our fake wedding shower thing. Uh, And then I put it on the back of an envelope and then I found a notepad. Excuse me, I've got a burp. And so it should be only getting better from then. Nice. Okay, today we are not straying too far. We're going to just go south of the border to Mexico uh, to a city called Juarez. So sorry if I'm saying that wrong. I said it a million times in my head, and now I'm not even sure if that is how it is pronounced. But I believe uh, that's correct. Hell yeah. I bet you know, I bet you already know, Cody, this whole story. I might, but this is exciting if I do, or if I don't. Go ahead. Alright. Hold <laughs> Alright, I'm comfy. Uh, so Juarez is a Mexican city across a fence and a river from El Paso, Texas. The city is divided. On the east, it's country clubs guarded by people with weapons and have that have money. And the west... It's just, like, dirt and, like, shack houses. And, like, you can see the office buildings in El Paso, apparently, from the west side of Juarez. So that's kind of shitty and has to suck. Oh, I know why I know about this. It's okay. for a different reason that I can't talk about right now. Go ahead. 
Oh no. <laughs> I've if I have a tentacle, I'm gonna be super sorry. Um but the Juarez cartel controls Juarez as well as the entire state of Chihuahua. I don't know why I find that funny, but they have a state named Chihuahua. Um, and the cartel is led by Vicente Carrillo uh, Fuentes. I took six years of Spanish, and my accent is still awful, so bear with me. Um, apparently, the U.S. wants his guts, though. Um, there's like $5 million of a bounty on the line, um, and he's corrupted most of the politicians in that state. Uh, and is super in charge of bringing drugs into the U.S. So the U.S. is not cool with that because we think drugs are super bad. Um, so let me take you back to 1995. A man named Guillermo Ramirez Pero. Oh gosh, yeah, Pero. Uh, who's nicknamed Lalo, thank God, uh, quit the Mexican Highway Police because he thought that it was super corrupted and if it was corrupted he was going to work for the cartel anyway so he joins the oh not officially joins the cartel but starts helping them uh transport literal tons of cocaine into the u.s uh but then in 2000 after five years of moving drugs into the u.s he quote unquote sells out to u.s officials and decides to supply information to ice the dea the bureau of alcohol firearms and tobacco and the fbi side note Back in this time, ICE was called uh, just U.S. Customs, and it wasn't as formally of a, a governmental body as it is now. Um, so under the U.S. government's suggestion, he officially joins the Juarez Cartel. Uh, he is recruited by a man named A.B. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Eriberto Santalon uh, Tabares, or he's also known as the Engineer El Ingeniero. I apologize for all of this. Um, we'll call him Santalon for the rest of the time, though, because I can say that one. Uh, so during this time, he's getting paid by the cartel and by uh, ICE to be his, the informant, and he's using this money uh, to run three businesses and move his family to the U.S. So not having a bad time. In 2003, he brings an unsanctioned shipment of 102 pounds of marijuana into the U.S., is that enough for 21 marijuana cigarettes? Oh. <laughs> we'll never uh, know. But so apparently the way it was supposed to work is like the U.S. would be like, yeah, okay, you can bring the drugs in so that way they don't know that you're faking us out or whatever. But um, they didn't tell him about this marijuana. And the DEA was super pissed, but ICE was cool with it because they were also trying to nail Santalon with cigarette smuggling. Because why not, right? Cocaine, cigarettes, what's the difference? Mm. Um, yeah, <laughs> I'm already mad. Um, so a month later, Santalon asked Lalo to meet him at a safe house, uh, which you will, I won't tell you yet. Okay, so it's a safe house where they had lured a lawyer, Fernando Reyes. Um, Lalo went with the help of two corrupt policemen, killed Reyes, uh, and the whole event was recorded on the wire that he was wearing. This house becomes known as the House of Death. Um, so Lalo comes back to the U.S. to report to his handlers what happened, and they were like, what the fuck? And so, as it turns out, they weren't mad at him for killing a man. Uh, they were mad at him for the fact that they would need a higher level of authorization to continue using him as an informant. 
Uh, <laughs> extra paperwork. Thanks so much. We love that. Yep. Um, just because I'm mad at him, his main handler uh, was Agent Raul Bencomos. Let Lalo go back to Juarez uh, and help Santalan pay off two other cartel members to bury Reyes and cover his body with a substance called quicklime, which apparently dissolves the fuck out of a body. Uh, so some shady shit goes down with an appointed official that's friends with uh, George W. Bush, um, and basically they agreed to allow Lalo to be an informant and continue to pay him um, because it would look bad if they gave up at this point. Um, so the murders continue to happen at the safe house, um, and the bodies continue to be buried in the garden, and Lalo just continues to help with them because I guess it's cool and he thinks that he's above the law now. Uh, the really gross thing is they use the code word carne asada, which means barbecue. Um, so they would say, hey, can you come unlock the house for a carne asada? Uh, and that means they had, like, learned someone there to kill them, which is super sad. And that it wasn't, like, just quick killings. Like, they tried to choke them out with electrical cords, which aren't the strongest. Um, stuff like that. So, not great. Um... At the, I'll save that for later. Um, so, the handlers of the agents that are controlling um, Lalo's actions claim that they didn't know about the murders beforehand, so there was no way to stop them, even though he admits to being involved in over 13 murders. I mean, I never know what's going to happen 13 times. I just, okay. Uh, on January 13th, 2004, Santalan calls again to Lalo, and, uh, he asks him to unlock the House of Death for another carne asada. Um, on June, or, I'm sorry, January 14th, a man named Luis Padillas from El Paso disappears. Uh, his wife Janet knows he's missing within a few hours because apparently, uh, they talked three or four times a day, which is a lot, but hey, if you know your husband's missing on time, it works out, right? Um, but she was, like, super upset, and she was, like, this stuff would never, like, he never gets mixed up in this kind of stuff, like, there's no reason for him to be gone, uh, and then they found his house with the keys still in the ignition at his parents' house, which was scary. Um, so then, a little while later, a friend that lived in Juarez calls Janet and says, it's so weird, the police have Luis, they're putting him in a truck, so Janet drives all the way down to Juarez, well, all the way across the Benson River, um, and goes to all the police stations looking for him, and no one knows where he is. So, another case of corrupt cops in Mexico, uh, and then he was found in the garden of the House of Death in, on January 26th. So, uh, what had happened was, it turns out that Luis didn't do anything wrong, uh, the guy that runs the whole mob had asked Santalan to kill two specific people, but because the main guy didn't, like, ID them, they got the wrong guy. So, basically, it was a mistaken identity, and he was killed for no reason. Oh, that's sadder than I thought it was going to be. Okay. At this point... After 13 or so murders, uh, ICE finally decides that they've got enough evidence against Santalan, and they get permission from the DOJ uh, on January 15th to lure him to 
America to arrest him. So this is the day after Luis goes missing, but not before they found his body, or but before they found his body. Um, but unbeknownst to the U.S. government, a victim of Santalan had revealed the address of a DEA special agent that was living in Juarez. His name was Homer Glenn McBrayer. Um, apparently he's a kind of a diplomat, um, type of agent that would stay there and, like, certain people knew that he was an American spy, essentially, but, um, that was cool. I don't, I don't know who they paid off for that to happen. Um, and so when they find out that, um, when they find out that Santalan is a target, they go to, uh, Mr. McBrayer's, Special Agent McBrayer's house, um, and continue to ring the doorbell over and over and over again, and his wife gets really nervous, so she calls him home, and he was able to get home and, like, get them out of the house, um, safely, and, like, try to head back to the States, but on the way, he was pulled over by a Mexican policeman, um, and then, weirdly, two other civilian, uh, cop cars, or no, civilian cars, those are, that's the opposite, civilian cars block them in, um, so Homer does what he thinks is a good idea and shows evidence that he's a special agent. He calls another friend in that arrives and luckily the gang members get really nervous and about killing two agents, uh, a wife and two kids. Uh, so they decide to back off, but, uh, Santalan tells Lalo to, to investigate. Um, using that premise, Santalan, or Lalo gets Santalan to go to America. He's arrested on January 15th. Um, and then he tells, oh, and then the, the U.S. government tells Mexico about the mass grave at the House of Death, and the digging begins on January 23rd uh, to try to figure out how many bodies are there um, after some diplomatic delay, of course. <sighs> so, yeah. So then Padilla, Luis Padilla is found um, on the 26th, um, and at this point, uh, a hush operation is underway to cover up what ICE had done. Um, there was, uh, the DEA found out all of the details about the fact that their special agent, or their undercover agent, was actively participating in crime and getting away with it. Then there's a man called San, Sandalio, Sandalio Gonzalez, he goes by Sandy, uh, was very pissed. He was, uh, one of the top officers in the DEA office. I think he was the officer in command, actually or agent in command at the El Paso office, uh, he realizes that he's being shushed, so he writes a letter to ICE, uh, to his ICE counterpart, and basically describing everything that's off, um, and wrong about what happened. The letter moves up the chain of the command, and then eventually he's asked to resign quietly by June 6th, or I'm sorry, June 30th, if he wants a positive reference, otherwise, uh, they'll basically put a huge mark on his record. Uh, so he resigns and then begins a lawsuit. Um, we'll come back to that. It was not successful. Um, so other DEA agents were trying to get justice for the murder victims, uh, but Santalan's charges were dropped, and he was only sentenced to 25 years for drug trafficking. Uh, because, <sighs> this is so sucky. But, like, I know why it happened, um, because all the victims were Mexican citizens on Mexican soil. So, we couldn't charge him in the U.S. No! Yeah. So, no justice for anyone. Um, in August of 2004, someone tries to shoot Lalo, uh, in a restaurant, misses and kills an innocent bystander. So, he's taken into protect protective custody, 
even though he's a complete piece of shit. Um, and then, so they decide, all of a sudden his visa looks funny, so they start the process to deport him. And in that process, he ends up in a maximum security jail in the Midwest. Uh, and then decides that he's going to go after ICE for some reason. <laughs> I don't know. There's lawsuits literally, I think, still active for Lalo against ICE, even though he took the money and murdered people. As Sandy is trying to fight his court case, um, it keeps getting delayed. Uh, and he says of his case and uh, the, the murder victims, it says it needs a special prosecutor. As with the case of uh, Valerie Plame, I think I wrote Plame, um, but Valerie is a nice-looking white woman, and the victims here are brown. Nobody gives a shit. Well, backstory: Valerie was uh, a CIA ag agent whose husband criticized uh, the fact that there were no weapons of mass destruction in Iraq. Not really sure how that ties in, but I thought the quote was poignant enough to leave it there. Jeez. Uh, in totality, Lalo had been paid $220,000 for the work he did. Uh, and then, on a positive note, uh, the lead cartel guy, Vicente Cardillo Fuentes, was arrested October 9th of 2014 by the Mexican Army and the Federal Police and was indicted five days later and is still serving in that, pre that prison, so... And Santalan obviously is serving 25 years, but he'll be out in 10, so what does it matter? That is the down and dirty of the House of Death in Juarez, Mexico. Man, I want to hear I what love Cody it. thinks. Yeah, go Cody. I freaking love it, and it ties into what I'm reading right now, so it's just absolutely amazing. And I wouldn't put it past the U.S. government to actually like hire him to really bring drug drugs into the U.S. I mean, yeah, he there he wasn't like it wasn't like they took the drugs from him once they got him across the border. Right, exactly, exactly. They're like, you know, we'll catch this cartel and we'll also supply drugs to the U.S. and we'll get the money for it. So no big deal. It's I think crazy. a lot of it is like, what's the worst evil? Like, exactly. But it's all bad. Yep. <laughs> Super all bad. The fact that those handlers, like those special agents that were responsible for Lalo, listened to the murder of 13 people and were like, it's okay, we'll send them back out. Yeah. All the time. Like, I swear they enjoy the murder because that happened all through that book I just read. Like, mm. and they didn't do anything about it ever. And a lot of it, like, the mafia or mob was involved, and so they wouldn't touch the mob or the mafia, and the DOJ was just like, nope, we're not going to go there. Wait, the mafia and the mob involved with the cartels? Yeah. Ugh, and the laundering, of, the laundering of drug money. Can you imagine what those interactions are like? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> right out of a movie. <laughs> Do you think like they find armadillo heads in their bed? <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> like it's a horse head? It's a horse head. But, but because it's a But then again there's armadillos in Tennessee, so you apparently South that. Carolina, yeah. Or a koala head. <laughs> oh. 
No, Australia is a little far for this one. Um, I'm trying to think of like cultural things that um, we can tie in here. So there's like one universal thing that people of poverty are often victims. And so with that side of whereas being so poor, they just, they can't fight the cartel. And the politicians have money and they want more money. So the cartel gives them money and then they're corrupted. And then the, it's like not a fair vote and it's a vicious cycle. And yeah. And a lot of times, you know, poor people have to sell money. So sell drugs to make money because that's their only choice. Yep. That's the only way they can survive. And so, and the cartel knows that. So they just put more drugs out there. No. Um, a lot of the people that were getting lured, uh, to the house of death were people that decided not to sell drugs anymore, but because they had seen like, uh, Vicente or Santalan's face, like they had to be murdered. Yeah. Um, there's one story about a woman that escaped from the house of death. Um, I didn't read it in its entirety cause it was pretty screwed up. Um, like a lot of times they would just do torture there. And so she said like she pretended to be brainwashed and managed to like escape, but good for her. That's, I think that's the only person that walked out alive of the house of death once, once kidnapped. So that is like one of my, like, okay, this is going to sound fucked up. I don't think any kind of situation like this is a dream scenario, but, like, I have always said that, like, if I ever get put in a situation, I will do whatever. Like, I will play dead, literally. I don't know how. I'll figure it out. Uh, we discovered the other night, Dr. Elman checked my pulse, and I don't have one. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I was so stoked for that. <laughs> I'm fucking dead. Um, but, yeah, uh, I was helping him study for his uh, CNA test good luck dr elman um and he was like violet i can find my pulse on myself and like it it, it's just not there and i was like i'm fucking dead just like anyways so i couldn't find my pulse check (laughs) um because if dr elman can't no one can um but no i would always like i would think about it i was like man if i was ever in a position to get raped i would be like i have some like horrible like I have general warts. That's the worst you can come up with. Well, on the spot. Well, have you ever seen <laughs> genital warts? Uh, yes, because I <laughs> had that... abstinence-only sex education. True, true. What's the? Is it syphilis where it comes out of your penis like a crystal? <laughs> oh my god! What? <laughs> my school, my high school, my public high school is so sheltered. I don't even know about that. <laughs> they didn't give you the slideshow of STDs. Dude, I had to do it three times I, don't think what? So. I saw this happy bald man walk into my fucking library and i was like my god here we go again three times i got the slideshow of stds Oof. yeah it's they taught... go ahead cody i was just gonna say they taught us the elephant jerk and to move like a cow and eat grass if we were gonna get raped what's the elephant jerk oh what? oh wait actually just kidding i you grabbed the trunk right yeah, you grab it and you just do like twist it and pull it. Whatever. Oh. <laughs> I don't even have a penis, and that makes me hurt. Sorry to all yeah. of our male listeners who just got empathy pains. Sorry. Please <laughs> pull it Damn like it. a boppet. Elephant jerk. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> like a boppet? Is that what you just said? Like a yeah. boppet. Flick it. <laughs> oh my no, um... It was that bop it too. I'm sorry. 
Instagram and popping up the I second. Know. No. <laughs> <laughs> if that doesn't go in the damn preview, I'm pissed. <laughs> <laughs> People will be fucking so confused they'll have to listen. On a serious <laughs> note, the best rape prevention is to not be in that situation in its entirety, so always be aware of your surroundings, carry your keys between your fingers, do not let anyone back you into a corner, and do not get in the car. Oh yeah, one hundo. We were talking about uh, a strange uh, man on a bicycle followed one of my roommates around. What the fuck? Yeah, and I was like, I was like, okay, well, the way our house is set up, fair warning to listeners, I have the machete right next to the door. Come at me. <laughs> and my door is also right in front of the door, like the front door. Mm, so yes. I feel like I, it would be like three in the morning, creepy ass creeper breaking into our house, trying to like creep on my roommates, my two beautiful roommates. And instead, he would get me going to the bathroom, and he would just see my arm slide over and pull out a machete. Like, no fucking pants. Hair a mess. <laughs> just, like, drowsy-eyed as fuck. Holding my urine. And I think I would just be like, your move. <laughs> I feel like he would just back out and be like, wrong house, my bad. Not that That's I'm intimidating, hope. but... You kind of pants though. A pantsless girl with a machete probably looks pretty damn scary to anyone. It'd scare me. I would like to picture Violet, like, in that situation, she's walking to the bathroom, she's got a machete in hand. My bathroom is also right next door to me. Like, I literally have to take two steps. But, I mean, you're just walking there, and he busts yeah. in, and you're like, hold on one second, I'm the fastest peer on the East Coast. I'll be right back. Don't move. <laughs> you know I lost Ooh. that title, I'm so sore about it. Oh. And then you machete through the closed bathroom door. Right. Yes. <laughs> you just keep the machete out while you pee, like not breaking eye contact. Door open. Here's Johnny. I'll be right back. I'm just peeing on the machete. <laughs> How did it get there? Don't do that. I'm sterilizing you it. Don't want it to rest. <laughs> don't want it to rest. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Sorry to all our the, listeners the that had to picture me urinating on a machete. I'm not sorry. I had that <laughs> That's moment. That's gonna be like our that, first sticker. this past week. You had a moment where you pictured me urinating on the machete. I mean, <laughs> I was like, you've been thinking this through. <laughs> I've been planning these jokes for years. <laughs> I planted this bit a long time ago. <laughs> Just start flipping the pages. Ah, yes, today's the day. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was walking Mari because, like I said last episode, that's all I ever do. Um, <laughs> and it was dark outside. And the outside of our apartment's pretty well lit, so I go out the front door, I take a right, and I go up a street, and the part that's up the street is literally uphill and it's dark. And it's not oh. my favorite place to go, but she will always use the bathroom right there, so I'm like, let's just get to it, let's go. Mm -hmm. And there was a guy, not close behind me, but close enough where I noticed him, and he had a flat bill hat on, and then his hood up over the hat. Which, you don't, that's not necessary. Nope. Anyway, um, so we're And what walking. time at night was this? It, it's like 10 o'clock at night, so it's dark. Okay, it's you're not, you're not blocking the sun. Yeah, you're not gonna get a moon burn, that's not a thing. Um, so we're walking up, and it's still kind of dark, but there's like a street light. So, we hang a left, and he is standing under the street light, 
we're a whole street to the left of him. But I don't know how to explain it. Anyway, he was walking very close to me most of the time. We get one street away from him, and I look over, and he had taken his hood off, and he was just standing. His whole body was facing me, and he was staring at me. Oh. And I was like, Mari, what do we do? Like, this is, like, we read the stuff all the time. What do we do? And so I had my headphones on. I have, like, over-the-ear headphones. I paused what I was listening to and, like, pushed one off of my ear, kind of, so it kind of looked like I still had them on and maybe I wouldn't know what was up. And I put my flashlight on my phone and just, like, acted like I was looking for Mari's poop and, just, like, quickly walked away. And Mari sees him, and she's sitting down on the sidewalk. She's, like, not wanting to move. She wants to see where this guy's going. I'm like, Mari, you're making this very hard for me. Like, let's get out of here. <laughs> and I finally got her to go, and we just started walking toward a light. And we just... He didn't follow us, but he was so close, and it was not cool. Mm-hmm. When you can see the whites of their eyes, no thank you. Nope, too close. Too close. The good thing, though, is he took his hood off, which means you saw his face, which means he wouldn't, well, he, he would have had to kill you. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like, maybe that's his fucking MO. He likes to see you, like, likes you to know what he looks like before he kills you. I don't that's know, people are fucking weird. You never know! <laughs> No, you really don't. I was like, Mari's now is not the time to want to smell another human. Because, like, in theory, if I was a killer, and I feel like if I would was a killer, I would be one of those, like, vigilante justice, which is not okay. We discussed that in previous episodes. Not okay to be a vigilante. Right? Um, <laughs> <laughs> right? Uh, and I would, like, kill, like, pedophiles and rapists. Right? Right. Yeah, like, that's it. And I, I would want them to see my face. I would be that fucked up, be like, you have to look in the eyes of the woman that fucking murdered you, you know? Right. Yeah. I would Khaleesi the dick off of them. <gasps> After I, and I, my, my special kill move would be an elephant jerk. No, I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> just kidding. Got me. <laughs> that's what you can ask the koala. You're like, have you ever heard of an elephant jerk? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Next time, he'll he'll just be telling me a story. He'll be like, "So, what do you think of blacks?" And I'm just be like, "Do you know what an elephant jerk is?" <laughs> I nothing would shock me from him. Nothing. Uh-huh. Nothing. I I literally there was one Christmas that him and these white ladies. It doesn't matter that they're white, but it kind it does it does. But they were like sitting in my cafe, uh, singing <laughs> "I'm Dreaming of a White President." They were singing that? Yes. Mm. What? Yeah. I was like... <sighs> I just don't... I don't I don't get it how he's still there! I've tried so hard to get him kicked out. So hard. And I'm not stopping. If you listen to this podcast, which you probably don't, because it's ran by your least favorite thing, women. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm coming for you. Getting you kicked out. Anyways. That would be my superhero name, actually. I'm going to change my finishing move to... My superhero name would be Elephant Jerk. Alright. Right. I'm like, large you know and in charge. Expect. Okay, sorry. My brain's all over the place. <laughs> I've only had one glass of wine, too. This is... And you're getting hydrated from all them ice cubes. Yeah, and... <laughs> <laughs> and I 
I drank two gallons of water today because I went swimming yeah. and That's spent the day oh. with children. Yeah, true. Yeah. Ooh. It was, it was I like... thought you meant like pool water, and I was like, yeah, oh, don't drink that. I drank two gallons of pool water. Just see if I could do it. <laughs> not recommended, but possible. Do not recommend. Yeah, a guy came up to our car while we were at the gas station yesterday and asked for money, which I really hate. But mm -hmm. Sif didn't bark at him. Ooh. So I let Jeremiah give him money. <laughs> it was weird. Because he barks at everybody. Oh, yeah. He scared the shit out of those two people that came up to the car when <laughs> I was out in the car with him. He yep. was like, no! Yeah. <laughs> he was not fucking okay. Because I feel like he was, like, looking around for you guys, and then they just came up to the car and were like, hey, and as soon as Sif realized what was happening, he was like, oh, <laughs> fuck no. You're gonna walk up to my fucking aunt's car like you yep. fucking own it and mm -hmm. talk to her? Mm-mm. Nope, over my dead body. <laughs> yeah, he was not fucking. And they were like, okay, just kidding. <laughs> Have a great day. And like, nope. Thanks, Sif. A fun story. Uh, the person that delivered my groceries is a murderino. <gasps> Run! She was like, you're a murderino too. And I was like, yes. So that was fun. Awesome. And I tipped her extra because. And you were like, by the way, you like murderinos. Oh, what was it? <laughs> Someone was asking if we, it might have been Elman, shout out to Elman again. Elman. He was like, you know, they call their fans like murderinos. I what would you call your fans? <laughs> I, I think it was Elman. It might have been Morgan. Blowers. Someone was like, would you call them blowies? Yeah. That's what I, <laughs> it was like, are we really going to call them blowers? <laughs> <laughs> no, we got to work on that. Blowies. Not that we have fans that talk to each other, but. But if you do, you're a blowy. No, they're they're murder blowies. Murder blowies. No, nope. I don't love it. Elephant I don't jerks. either. We didn't. <laughs> we didn't think about this when we named the podcast. We didn't, but we didn't think anybody would listen. <laughs> I mean, the McElroys call them Bachelor Nations, so Bachelor Nations. We, yeah, if you like any of their McElroy products, oh. you're part of the Batch Nation. Oh. Yeah, so maybe we can do that. I mean, there's a podcast called Natch Butte, and she calls them honeys, so we can kind of make it whatever we Ooh, want. honey. Flawless Kevin and everybody. If you ever are in a bad mood and you just want to watch a lot of Instagram videos of a man putting on makeup, Flawless Kevin. Just saying. Oh, I like, I like Manny MUA. Oh, I need to look that up. Oh, yeah. Manny's a big deal. He's great. <laughs> what else should we put in the things we love this week uh, <laughs> section? Oh. oh, can I put My Hero Academia because I'm part of the Cool Kids Club now? You sure It's like can. the first new anime I've started in fucking years. Like probably so she ten refused years. to watch it, and I was like, it's real good. Yeah, and... I'm, I'm done with two seasons. It took me like a week. And we do still call it macadamia nut. I do still call it. I'll never stop. But no. yeah, it's like the most inspirational thing. Even though I just fell asleep during like a major, major episode, I woke up and saw the ending and I was like, damn it. It's just all right. I just want to keep going. But mm. that's the only one I missed. But no, it's great. It's super inspirational and like makes me want to be a better person and like do great things. And yeah, it's surprisingly like even if you don't like anime, I think it's just really fucking heartfelt and great it's like it's like a good coming of age slash superhero story 
Yeah, no. it's so unique. Um, anyone what else got anything? Love this week? Yeah, what do we love? I love the uh, Facebook show, the uh, Red Table Talk. That's the Jada Pinkett show that I'm obsessed. Oh yeah. With. I mean, good God, I would follow. <laughs> I would follow her cult one hundred percent. it's just like she is at this table with her mom and her daughter, and they just talk about really real things, and it's just really awesome. Like I want that goals. I think I started one where like, um. Like, she didn't think, her daughter didn't think she was beautiful enough, so, like, she took her to the gym and... Yeah, like, Jada's, like, training her. Willow just so Willow can see, like, how beautiful she is, because Jada went through that, too. I don't know. I know too much. I love it. That's awesome. I feel it. Cody, you got anything to love on this week? Um, I've been watching 13 Reasons Why. Mm. Really? Yeah, I, do, I ran out of things to watch, and surprisingly, <laughs> it's actually really good. But I don't want to like it, but I do. So I think I think that's one of the most, like, intriguing shows. If it, for anything, I watched six episodes, and I, I couldn't get, like, I couldn't finish it, but in all fairness, like, I think it's really interesting how split down the middle. Like, I was like, this show's fine. Like, it's not my thing, so I'm not going to finish it's it. It's not my thing. But, like, half of the kids are, like, I like that it's starting conversations. Yeah. Like, exactly. if anything. Like, it's starting conversations about very, very serious topics. Whether, and and if you don't like it, people are, like, they're displaying it in bad ways, and this isn't how it's supposed to be, you know? And mm -hmm. I think that's really interesting. And then on the other side, you have people, like, no, it's really helped me. Like, I, in my opinion, I think different things hit differently for instance I used to do self-harm and uh what stopped me was Saw the movie Saw <laughs> true yeah. fact oh this true isn't funny fact. but it's ruining me no literally like I was I was young and I saw the Saw Is it movie Saw 2 where she's in the bed of like razor blades and oh no in Saw 2 she gets thrown in the needle pit and has to dig herself out uh no Saw 1 this guy has to like crawl through this thing of razor blades because he's a like he does self-harm and i don't know like despite saw being really fucked up and gory i kind of like the message behind it that like each person is fighting to find their survival instinct and i just thought it was really beautiful as a kid and i stopped self-harming <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's why media is so crazy like it does different things for different people like i yeah. watch those saw movies with one eye barely opened and violet's like this is really speaking to me <laughs> on a literal spiritual level so like i said it's i think kids that are affected positively by the show because i think that's what it's made for is like you know high schoolers and a lot of adults like it too though i've noticed and they like show their kids and yeah. get them talking about it so i will say the billboard for that show is everywhere up here and i'm really confused by the face that the girl is making in the picture hmm. it's troublesome I'll send it to you. Thank you. You're welcome. Game on. Uh, I think that's all I love this week. I don't, I don't have a lot. Do to you have any it. advice? Yeah. The <laughs> elephant jerk on a banana. <laughs> oh my Don't God. stop until it's ready to be bred. <laughs> I'm, oh, okay. I'm so uncomfortable. 
<laughs> made my legs feel funny. <laughs> um, my advice is if you are a straw biter, which I didn't realize was a problem, uh, get two straws for your drink. So that way, if you have to share it, that person doesn't have to drink out of your bitten straw. I thought we were trying to cut down on straws. Yeah, I was I like, am... bring the metal one. <laughs> yep, but I can't bite that one. Uh, no, I, I have been... silicone straw. Oh hell yeah! Yeah, I, I did get copper straws though, and they're awesome because they keep my drink super cold. Like in my straw, it's always super cold. It's like a cold tunnel, cold warp tunnel. Do they make silicone straws? Did we invent something? Oh, hold on, let's get a Ooh. trademark. I'm sure they do. I'm sure, but let's just check. They'd have to be latex free, so nobody has a reaction. Ooh. Yep, we're using yeah, silicone straws. Extra we know long. somebody with a latex allergy, right? Do we? Okay. You so. can practice your elephant jerk on your silicone straw. <laughs> no, they would rip. Yeah, they're only $7 for like a pack of five, guys. So, oh, there you go. some for the uh, sleepover. Chewy goodness. <laughs> Chewy I, goodness. I, dig it. I don't have any advice for anybody. I'm too bitter this week. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, if you think your dog is having a panic attack, it very well could be. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's Poor not Mari. It's like a fortune cookie. You need a vacation while you're on vacation. You're like, no fucking shit, fortune cookie. No, I'm Aww. just kidding. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm just kidding, Maisie. I'm sorry. It's been a rough week. I'm coming off way more hostile than I mean to. <laughs> All right, because that this was a very natural ending. Yeah. It was. Um, I. Well, we just changed our Instagram name to just Murder Blows. I don't know why I put the cast part in there, but we're all equal now on all social medias: Twitter, just Murder and Blows, Instagram, or at Murder Blows, and then Reddit. Our subreddit is just Murder Blows. How's um, that going? Um, subreddit? I talk on it sometimes. Yeah, we just. Yeah, it's gonna take time. <laughs> Ooh, speaking of things I love, though, um, I follow our Golden State Killer on Reddit, and they've been Ooh. not them, but they've been posting about the like several part series about um, about the Golden State Killer case with all like new interviews and stuff. And nice. Uh, I went through like three of them, and Jeremiah was just like, "What the hell is happening?" And I was. <laughs> I would, like, literally roll over. I was drinking. I would literally roll over and be like, the fucked up part about this one is? And he would be like, <laughs> they're gonna talk about it in five minutes. And I'm like, he was a cop. <laughs> he was a cop? What is that from? Are you a cop? Is that from How I Met Your Mother? Or they just yell at each other from The Departed? Oh, I don't, I don't know. know. Maisie, don't if think... anyone knows. If I don't think cop. so. Tell us so we can report it in the correction card board next yeah. week. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Yelling, Are you a cop? It won't matter. <laughs> I'll ask you on the subreddit. Yes. <laughs> He's an expert. Oh, um, also, a couple episodes back, we asked for questions for a Q and A episode. Oh, and yeah. yeah, we still want your questions. <laughs> Send them on over on or Instagram we'll or Twitter or even Reddit or our email at murderblows at gmail dot com. There's no at at the beginning of that one. That's true. You know what she means. at gmail.com. Hell yeah. Um, and also, 
I feel like maybe this could be a thing in the future when we have to do like too close for comfort. What if people sent in their too close for comfort stories? Because I don't have that many uncomfortable interactions. I mean, I I have daily uncomfortable interactions, but not worth <laughs> to fill an episode. Yeah, so, I don't have any more murder stories. I got one kind of. Sc- no, I don't want to talk about that one. Um, yeah, yeah. So no, send no, us your murders. too close for comfort. And if you do it in an audio format that I can use, we'll play it live on the podcast. Ooh. Yeah. And tell us if you, like, use the name you want to be read. So if you don't want your whole name, Ann Perkins, to be used, just say Ann. Or A. Don't don't tell us. Yeah. Don't give us the option, because we'll say it. Oh, yeah. Because I listen to the Views podcast, and one of the things that, like, cracks me up the most is when they're reading, like, fan emails or whatever and the girl will be like my name's marcia but don't use my real name call me <laughs> janet and he's like well i've already fucking read this so right. now i have to edit this out <laughs> and Aww. so go through the trouble of like changing the name and then say the real name at the end in like forgetfulness and be like fuck it whatever we're saying your real name like, Brooke. <laughs> yeah <laughs> brooke <laughs> but, so yeah. yeah hit us up guys let us know we want to hear your stories we want to talk to you we 100% do. We get some action on Twitter. But, yeah, we want we want your questions. We want your too close for comforts. We want it all. Is it too racy to say we want action on all platforms? No. I'll allow it. <laughs> we like the action. On all platforms. <laughs> I almost kept making an elephant jerk reference. And then this will be the last <laughs> week I make elephant. It was nice being on Murder Blows. Thanks, guys, for having me. (laughs) My time here has been fun. Uh, uh, Thanks for listening. Bye. Yeah, bye. 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 Just because I'm mad at him? Oh, I'm echoing. Am I still echoing? Yep. In five, four, three. Hey, everybody. This is Danielle. And this is Daniel. And I'm Carla. And we are Hoosier Homicide, a true crime podcast by Hoosiers for Hoosiers or for anyone that doesn't know what a Hoosier is. Wait, do you know what a Hoosier is? Nope. Uh, nope. Shit. I'll look it up, I promise. We tell true crime stories with some random connection to our home state of Indiana, so come listen. You can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Our handle is at Hoosier Homicide. You can also rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes as well as Podbean. We also have a MySpace. No one's come to visit it yet. (laughs) And for honest to goodness, stay out of the corn. I like the MySpace thing. Yeah, that was good.